Looks authentic enough. Of course, there are tests to be made before actual verification. How about verifying that your nearly extinct cult was out in magnum force last night? Faith and I got into a serious party situation. You're right. I had to lather, rinse, and repeat about five million times to get the sewer out of my hair, but otherwise, I'm of the good. Thank you for asking. Perhaps there are a few more than we'd anticipated, but I'd expect you'd be ready for anything. Remember the three key words for any slayer. Preparation, preparation, preparation. That's one word three times. and welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Buffy. We're just two boys watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer for the first time, giving our reviews, our reactions. We're your hosts. I'm Joe Welke. I am Vance Tucker. Oh, last name. Today we're talking about season three, episode 14, titled Bad Girls. The director is Michael Lang. The writer is Douglas Petrie. The original air date is February 9th, 1999 to an audience of 6.09 million people. And there is a lot of goings on in this episode. This episode was one of those ones where I was like, okay, yeah, this is this is why people again, this is why people like Buffy. This is this has like a lot of the stuff I like in it where it started out and I'm like, I don't know. And then because yeah. it can get silly. But then it can really throw in some stuff. Yeah, and, I feel like this one kind of kicked off like, oh, this is the home stretch of the season. Yeah, absolutely. Which is really cool. Um, but before we get into the episode, we got some plugs. Of course, we just opened up our Patreon page. Just patreon.com slash boys watching Buffy. We'll have that link in the show notes. Uh, we've also got the Discord, which is linked in the show notes as well. Um, and I got some stand-up shows coming up. I got February, February, goddamn, <laughs> August, August 24th at Flappers Comedy Club at 730. Uh, I've got Alex's Bar with Booty Burlesque on the 25th at, I think, nine. Not sure. And then Pack Theater, August 27th at 8 o'clock. That's a storytelling show, so I'll be doing some stuff different from my stand-up material. And then the next weekend is San Diego, September 2nd and 3rd with Comedy Heights. Um, and that's all I've got right now. You got anything to plug here, Vance? Uh, no. No, I don't. Join the Discord. Right. Join the Discord. There's going to be some lively conversation about this episode. And there I were some... Like lively conversation about last episode in there oh yes there was i'm i'm anticipating a lot of liveliness from this one this is all right oh i did want to say our predictions were offish last week we predicted that it would be like a girls night like you predict like a sleepover i figured all the girls would get together and go on an adventure kind of like how xander did yeah, I kind of, I feel like I also, didn't I predict that there'd be like a young hot watcher and then there like... We were hoping for a young hot watcher. Okay. We got a... Yeah, depending on... Younger, yeah, hotter. Depending on, depending on your, your, your vibe, what's your, yeah. your preference, he's, you know? He's a decently like, looking, good yeah. looking guy. Um. All right. 
So let's start it off with the first scene, which is Faith and Buffy. They're fighting vampires in the graveyard as most of these episodes start. But Faith is back in the fold. She is fully back into the gang. Uh, Buffy and her are teaming up and they're fighting these vampires. And Faith keeps asking Buffy, like, are you serious? You never have? And Buffy's like, no. Faith's like, come on, you haven't done it once? Buffy's like, no. Faith's like, are you serious? You've all these nights and you've never done it. Buffy's like, absolutely not. And Faith's like, I just can't believe that you haven't fucked Xander. Because <laughs> I did it and I, I barely know the guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised she didn't just say she did it. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why Faith would keep it a secret. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, I don't know if she, if this was like her admitting to banging Xander like off screen, but she's very surprised that Buffy well, has. Well, it. she doesn't because later Buffy questions Xander about it, and she's like, "Huh, eye twitching," you know? Like, oh, right, right, yeah, so right. She doesn't right. know yet, and I'm like, "Just tell her now." She because Buffy says in this scene, "I love Xander, but I don't love love him like that." I was yeah. like, that's free reign for you to be like, yeah, me and him slept together. Faith wouldn't even care. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's 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 awkward with Faith and Buffy with the Xander thing, I guess. Faith is like, I don't know if I should admit this or if I'm just maybe she was looking for a bonding moment to be like, we're Eskimo sisters or whatever. <laughs> that yeah, term I mean, is. She knows she's in love with Angel. Like <laughs> yeah. she's been like fighting people for Angel. Like yeah, she like was like, no, the world might end, but that's my boyfriend. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I remember I, I was talking to somebody, and you know, everybody knows the term like Eskimo brothers for the guys that have uh, had sex with the same lady. But I heard this one woman is that a, is that term? I know that was like on the league when it became really popular. Um, I feel like it's that? in the zeitgeist. It's in the zeitgeist. So is it is it offensive? <laughs> Oh, it's definitely I mean, offensive. Like, and I feel bad. I don't saying. know. I don't even know what. I'm not even. I can't even tell which part is the most offensive. Like I don't know. Well, if you, you know? Want, dude, I heard that the this one lady that I was talking to about that her version of it for women, she said that it was called Milk Sisters, and that sounded so much grosser to me. Like that was so disgusting when she said that. I was like, ew. Is there a reason? Like I don't even know the reason for Eskimo. Like. Because I know Eskimo yeah, I know kisses, either. quote unquote, was like you rub your nose together or something. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, I, I don't understand why it's called that. I've also heard Tunnel Brothers. Tunnel like, Brothers makes sense. makes more so sense. It's a little crude. Like yeah. it doesn't have the elegance. <laughs> yeah, but it does have like kind of a little rhyminess. Yeah, like a little assonance. <laughs> uh, we're way off here. Uh, yeah, so Buffy is is he fighting. Uh, the vampires and one of them kind of I thought this was pretty cool Buffy's holding the stake and he had the vampire has this gigantic sword and he chops the stake like the spiky part off mm -hmm. and I was like whoa that's something I haven't seen before Yeah, and takes control of Buffy and Buffy's like Faith help Faith help and Faith runs over and she stakes the vampire and she's like oh good distraction there Buffy's like distraction I was almost about to die and Faith's like yeah whatever yeah because before that <laughs> Buffy says, all right, on the count of three, and she goes three, or, or she goes one. I forget which way, but she says the first number, and yeah. Faith just dives in, gets yeah. her ass kicked, and gets flung over. 
Yeah. Um, and I think it's always crazy that the two of them will go out fighting and one will need saving. But then sometimes Buffy's just like, all right, I'm going into uh, going out by myself. Yeah. It makes no sense. Um, and it's weird to me that they don't always have their stakes in hand. Or, like they're, they're uh, like, or that they, bag of weapons that you keep for emergencies. Just right? have, a, have a tool belt. Dude, each of them should have a backpack full of just weaponry. Yeah. Um, but the one odd thing about all these vampires that they're fighting is they're dressed in like medieval garb. Mm-hmm. Like they have the, and I was watching that and I was like, how old is Sunnydale? You know? Like all these like <laughs> oh. medieval like crusader looking motherfuckers. Like that is I, a I, they, really good point. They mention that like these guys are from out of town, but then well we'll get to it later. Yeah, yeah. you're bringing up a really really good point because California yeah. is like the youngest part of America. Yeah, and uh, I mean historically they wouldn't have ancient crypts. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, okay, but after uh, Faith kills this vampire that was uh, accosting Buffy, uh, we go over to, uh, well, Buffy kind of looks back to see the swords that they were using to be like, huh, what's up with these swords? And they've gone missing already. (laughs) And then we have a cut to the mayor's office. We're back with the mayor now. And Mr. Trick makes an appearance, my my guy. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and they're examining these weapons, and they're looking at them, and they're like, huh. But first, fucking the, the mayor's reading the newspaper, and he's like, I love Family Circus. Family Circus is so great. Don't you love Family Circus, Mr. Trick? And Mr. Trick's like, I'm more of a Marmaduke guy. And the mayor's like, oh, Marmaduke, that's okay. But, I mean, Family Circus is so much better. And now we get a, we get a job and a name for this assistant mm-hmm. to the mayor. He's the head of security. His name is Alan. And Alan goes, I like reading Kathy. And Trick and the mayor look at him with such disdain. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here reading Kathy. Yeah. I, it's Which a is, great comedy beat. It's a great appropriate reaction to Yes. Yeah. Kathy it's... sucks. <laughs> I've never read a bunch of Kathy. I just know of it. And yeah. Um, I've read a couple of them, and they're just so sucky, dude. They're very specific. Um, it's it, it's interesting. I was like, this is going on so long, them talking about comics in the newspaper. Yeah. And it was like, it okay. Look, All right. Yeah. We get a joke out of it, but yeah. Um, so then they're looking at the weapons. They're inspecting them, and they're like, oh, this is... This is uh, bad news. These these vampires, they've got these weird weapons. They're, they're kind of medieval looking. Uh, Mr. Trick, you better keep an eye out on these guys. We got to make sure that they don't interfere with the ascension, with my ascension. And Mr. Trick's, all right, I got on it. And he wants to give the Slayers... And the vampires the same information so that they figure out something together and end up fighting each other, which was a nice little scheme to turn the two and escalate that conflict and keep the mayor out of the uh, consciousness. Yeah, we still we haven't known exactly what this is the first time we know exactly what the mayor's up to. This ascension thing and the fact that he's like, oh, I'm okay if the Slayers die and the vampire 
this weird vampires die. Like, I don't, it's weird because I'm like not sure what side he's aligned to. Cause we never knew like what his deal with the school is and with the, with the principal Snyder and like yeah. how he wants, I'm like, it, does he want to just get rid of Buffy and faith? Like, I guess, yeah, I don't know. It seems it like seems he doesn't like the, care. Like, well, it also, it seems like they've dropped that storyline with the principal. Yeah. Yeah. Like we haven't had any kind of mention of that and the principal hasn't been around in a bit. Uh, so we don't know what the alignment is there, but it seems like the mayor's in stuff for himself, him and exactly. Mr. Trick. So he's, he's down to like double cross people and, and fuck over, uh, other vampires and try and get them to kill the slayer. But I'm, I'm still not sure what exactly is going on. We have a bit more of a yeah. idea of what he's trying to do, but not really. This is the best mayor episode for me. And I really yes. like him. And oh, we should say this. Uh, we learned on the Discord that he was in the original performance of Cats. He's an actor from the original Cats. And Lord. Mr. Trick, the actor playing Mr. Trick, is in the first episode of Nathan Fielder's show, The Rehearsal, which is oh. one of the most unique shows I've ever watched in my life. Nathan Fielder is amazing, yeah. dude. The Rehearsal is six episodes on HBO Max, and it is... Uh, it is. I. It's hard to explain. It is amazing, though. It's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, if you've seen Nathan for you, it's mm-hmm. it's a little bit in the same type of humor, but completely different. Yeah. But uh, anyway, back to this. So their plan is like, I don't really care if the Slayers and these other vampires kill each other. Just make sure that they don't uh, interrupt my ascension. And then, so we are at school the next day, and. Willow has gotten early acceptance into all of these Ivy League schools, Harvard, uh, Yale, all of these things. And they're they're basically actively recruiting Willow. Mm-hmm. They're trying to schmooze her. Early and, acceptance. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Xander's like, well, great. Uh, I am not getting early acceptance. I got, you know, I'm, I'm getting looked at by, you know, hot dog stands and and uh manual labor type of shit there's nothing wrong with an apprenticeship you know there's yeah absolutely dude yeah. at this point it's probably safer to be doing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, the crazy thing is i was just laughing at when willow's like oh i got accepted to harvard and i was like all the and all these other schools i'm like you're never going to any of those we know yeah. how these 90s sitcom shows work <laughs> exactly like unless buffy xander oz and everybody else gets accepted to harvard you're going to sunnydale college and you know (laughs) um um, uh it's also crazy that they don't talk about like like oz mentions hey don't get held back it's not as cool as uh you think it would be but there's no drama like he stayed back to stay with willow and this group right yeah but she's not thinking like Oh yeah, I don't know what you're gonna do, Oz. Like there's yeah. no like consideration of like what he's gonna do next year if she actually goes to college. Yeah, I mean, unless he's getting into all because Oz is secretly a genius or yes. whatever. But I think his line about um, getting held back and not graduating really hurt him a bit. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, so after everybody's talking about this, Cordelia comes over to mock everybody, and she's like, "Oh, I see that you're all talking about." post high school plans xander must be tough trying to plan out how to be the biggest loser 
And Xander's like, oh, the comedy stylings of Cordelia. Oh, this is nice. Uh, I'm surprised that you're even thinking about college because you have, it looks like you have a new line of hooker wear coming out. I was like, damn, dude. <laughs> and then Xander. I wonder why people don't like Xander. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I wrote like a whole defense of Xander on the Discord. And then he's like, you look like a fucking whore. You know, like, oof. <laughs> But then Cordelia comes back and she's like, no, it's I just have clothes because I have a father that has a job. And then she kind of like walks away and Xander's like, I got to come back, but I'm saving it for later. (laughs) Xander's family life is uh, is slowly creeping in off screen, you know? Yeah, it sounds very sad and like uh, not not good, not conducive. Um, more things contributing to his problematic behavior probably Um, it's gonna be interesting when we see his parents because i feel like that's what we're building up to um i also wanted to mention oz's jet black hair yep he changes hair again he's a little ramona flowers these days (laughs) yeah i was like what is going on werewolf vibes it's like jet black and gelled to (laughs) hundreds of degrees like it is just spiky and wet looking yeah yeah so gross he looks like he's got like the venom symbiote on his head it (laughs) seems like a hairstyle you would have where it's going to be like this is going to be an oz episode you know no such luck because this is all we see of oz (laughs) um but uh you know buffy starts talking about like oh yeah i don't know what my post high school life is going to be but i hear it's it's got to be better than this it's going to be good and but I got to study for that chemistry test. And Willow's like, I'll help you study, Buffy. And she's like, oh, that's so sweet of you. Um, and then Buffy's like, well, I got to go meet up with Giles because uh, he he needs to talk to me about something. And Willow's like, oh, yeah, I saw Giles earlier. He did not look very pleased at all. And Buffy's like, great. And then we go over to see Giles, a very, very tight close up of Giles's face looking just the most annoyed. And that is because he's being lectured about the new way things are done by the new watcher, whose name is Wesley. I don't know his last name. I forgot his last name already. It's Wesley Wyndham Price. Very British. It's it's like a a sweepstakes. Um, And he's watcher-splaining to Giles. Yeah, Yeah, as if Giles hasn't been in the field for years and years and years. These watchers, man. I know, dude. They make no fucking sense, sense at all. None. <laughs> they, I don't understand how they've been doing this for centuries, apparently. They're the most ineffective group of people that are supposed to be authority figures. Like, they're, every watcher we've seen, even Giles to a certain extent, mm-hmm. just has no idea what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. But Giles is the most on top of things because he's in the field now. Yeah. But this guy's explaining, he's like, oh, this is cute. You got all these books. Well, we got this new system of doing things and we've got new training methods and it's more field work. And Giles is like rolling his eyes like, Ugh. Yeah. And then he's he says to Giles like, and I've even come across a vampire in my time. Uh, actually, I've come across two in controlled environments, of course. <laughs> yeah. And Giles just looks at him like, you're going to die. <laughs> he's like... Uh, there's not a lot of controlled environment here. <laughs> yeah. 
You're standing. So you're standing on the Hellmouth right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> this plane that we don't know how yeah. to completely shut it. Yeah, and every other week someone's trying to open it back up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, "Thanks for saving the world, Giles. Here's your replacement." Yeah, um, and he, uh, he, he, Buffy shows up, and she's like, "Hey, Giles, who's this guy?" And then he's. Wesley comes over. He's like, hello, you must be Buffy. She looks at Giles and she's like, oh, this is the new watcher, huh? And then in, she in Giles is like, yeah. And Buffy goes, is he evil? And then Wesley's like, no, I uh, sadly heard about your running with Miss Gwendolyn Post. Uh, she was evil. That was a very unfortunate accident. But I can assure you I am not evil. Giles has thoroughly gone through my uh, record. And I can tell you that I am not evil. And then Buffy looks at Giles again and she's like, you sure this guy's not evil? <laughs> yeah, I forget he says something, but it's like a great, like, payoff. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's kind of like, not outwardly or something. He yeah. says something like that. Um, it's interesting because in this scene, the new Watcher isn't doesn't seem like he's bad, you know? Like, it's kind of yeah. like when Kendra showed up and Buffy was like, oh, God, I hate Kendra. And Kendra mm-hmm. was just like doing the job, being a slayer, loved slaying, and just Buffy couldn't handle it. This yeah. is like Giles' version of that. Uh, yeah. It changes later in the episode, but right here to like, eh, this guy's just... No, he seems like uh, pretty decently charming and like, hey, I'm on your side. I'm the, your new watcher. Yeah. He's so much similar to when Buffy first ran into Giles the first yes. time that they even like do something at the end of the scene to like to show that yeah yeah and i mean wesley even does look like a younger giles they have similar glasses they have similar yeah at the end of the scene they they do like we'll get to it but like at the end of the scene they buffy leaves and then he he takes out in the background we see giles take out his like a handkerchief and like about to clean his glasses and in the foreground wesley's doing the same thing yeah um but Mr. Wesley is like, so tell me about your patrol last night. And Buffy looks at Giles and Giles is like, go ahead. Buffy's like, well, I ran into vampires and I killed them. And Wesley's like, anything else? Just standard fair vampires? And she's like, well, they did have these swords. And Wesley's like, swords, huh? Where they was one short and one long? And Buffy's like, I don't know. They're a little spiky. Yeah, they were pointy. I, I. <laughs> like, yeah. Buffy, you're usually on point with like the details like, yeah but whatever and she should have mentioned like you know it's creepy that they were missing by the yeah time i was she cur- was- i was like is she not even gonna bring this up because is she gonna like tank this whole investigation just because this new guy's here like this yeah. is weird stuff so new guy wesley is like oh swords huh let me go look at this sounds familiar and he's thumbing through a book <laughs> and he goes book exactly on the top to the of the box yeah it just happens to be the one book and Giles is like, that sounds familiar. And Wesley's like, well, it should, because they are the swords of the Illuminati. And uh, they are they worship this demon named Balthazar, which I think is the name of one of the three wise men that visited Jesus. I'm pretty certain that it is. Hey, I got Bible school last time I talked to them. <laughs> so I'm not, gonna, <laughs> I'm not even going to... Okay. I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, Cause I, I'm, hold on. 
feel like that's a restaurant too. There's a bunch of. <laughs> it is a restaurant in New yeah. York, actually. Yeah. Um, but yes, he is one of the three kings, with, along with Caspar, and oh, who's the fucking third one? Melchior. That's who it is. So yeah, he is named after one of the three kings of Orient are. Joe's uh, Bible Minute. Yes, but now he's a demon. Now there's a Balthazar that's a demon. Um, and the the cult of vampires with the medieval garb are all worshippers of Balthazar. And they're looking for an amulet. And if they get the amulet, Balthazar is going to gain all this power and wreak havoc on the town. So Buffy... But Wesley thinks need... Balthazar is dead. Yes, he does. He died a long time ago. Um, but Buffy needs to retrieve this amulet. So Buffy, go to the uh some kind of graveyard uh, what re uh gleaves some guy named yeah gleaves. the gleaves grave the gleaves tomb that's where the amulet is and you must go and go retrieve it and buffy looks at him like uh who the fuck are you dude and then he looks at her he's like what you're not accustomed to receiving orders and buffy's like well when giles does it he at least says please and then when i do it he gives me a cookie <laughs> and the way she says cookie and does a little like Shoulder, a little shoulder <laughs> move it's like really perfect <laughs> yeah uh so then faith shows up and she walks in the library and she sees wesley and she goes new watcher and buffy and giles are like yeah and then faith looks at him and he goes oh you must be faith and she goes screw this and then just leaves which <laughs> <laughs> i was like awesome uh and then this is where uh giles and wesley after Buffy leaves to go chase after Faith, Giles and Wesley do that uh, cleaning of the glasses thing yeah. to show how similar they actually are. And Wesley's like, you know, it'll take some time, but they'll grow to like me. Mm -hmm. And Giles is like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Buffy goes and she finally catches up to Faith and Faith tells Buffy to do what Vance has been championing for several, several episodes. Yeah. Faith goes up to Buffy and Buffy's like, well, yeah, that's the new Watcher. He's a little bit of a stiff, but, you know, he's the Watcher. And Faith's like, why are we even fucking with these Watchers, dude? What do we need them for anyway? They don't do anything. They just know, like, some nerd shit. We can figure that shit out. Or we can come to them whenever. Like, I'm not going to take orders from some guy. And Buffy's like, but, but that's what we should do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Faith then, then goes on some kind of rant about how Buffy loves being a slayer mm -hmm. and Buffy does a whole no I don't type of thing yeah and Faith's like shut up dude you know you love it you know you wouldn't be anything without it and you can't tell me that while you're slaying you don't fucking get a little rush doing it you know you you like doing it and Buffy's like well I mean yeah sometimes I do I'm really happy she admitted that she did like it because I was like don't don't we've watched you when you lost your powers and you were like I don't know who I am or yeah. like another Slayer shows up and be like, I'm the Slayer. Like, I don't need her to be like, I really just slay just to protect people. And I really hate doing it. I'm like, no, let's not go down that road. No, um, she loves the the admiration and glory of it. Yeah. I 100%. I stand by my, it's crazy that they listen to the Watchers as blindly as they do. It just yeah. sucks that the person that stated it was Faith. Yeah, so especially my, after this. So it hurts episode. my argument of it. <laughs> um, and, and Faith is one of those people that, like, when someone likes something and they just won't shut up about it. Like, yeah. 
I'm like, okay, Buffy's been a slayer for years now. Like, she's like, okay, I get it. She's like, don't doesn't it give you a rush? She's like, yeah, we can talk about something else. Like, yeah, like Faith is one of those people that will start talking and you're with them 85% of the way. And then that extra 15%, you're like, well, you're a little fucking crazy though. Yeah. Like you were making good points up until this point. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. It's that turn at the end where you're like, oh, 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 we're not exactly just talking about just this thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so then Buffy goes to the Gleaves tomb and she's looking for the amulet. She pops open one of these like ancient, ancient looking graves that are above ground. And it's so like, this is the point that I was yeah. trying to make earlier. Like how old is this place? Either it's like such an old city that it's medieval. Like there were European conquerors and shit back in, in California in like the 1400s or whatever, conquistadors. I guess it could be conquistadors. Or they transported like old European medieval bodies to Sunnydale for some reason. Yeah, we're like, oh, Hellmouth's over here because we have a Hellmouth map. And then they just started like shipping stuff. And they're like, oh, when this person, I think it's a person that died too. Like it's just a regular yeah. person. And they buried him and then threw him. There's so many amulets and jewels and stuff. Yeah. And I get it. The show needs that. Because it has to, they got to crank out a million episodes a season. Um, it is just because it would be more missions in California, like uh, yeah, like it would yeah, be yeah. more like that kind of stuff. But that's not ancient vampire European history. So, yeah. um, my bigger thing here is very nitpicky, but why not go to this thing during the day? Yeah, dude. Because vampires can't be there. You don't have to worry about it. Just walk in, grab it, walk out. I don't know. I guess because it is, uh, f I mean, this aired February. So I, if it's going along with the same timeline of when it's being released, it would get dark out pretty early. So, and they, we all know that they, all the students stay at school until five anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's the only excuse that I'll give for that. But that makes so much more sense. Yeah, we've seen them go into a tomb during the day, too. So, yeah, I'm like, just go in there during the day. It was so easy to find it. Yeah, absolutely. She opens one grave and she's like, nope, not there. She opens another grave and she's like, oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> and just as she's about to grab it, she uh, hears some some uh, ruckus yeah. behind her. There's a group of vampires coming and they all have torches and stuff and they're all talking very loudly. And Buffy's like, oh, fuck. She hops back into the first grave and covers it back up to hide. Super late. Yeah. I was like, are you not going to close it? The edit was weird. Where it's like she hops in, they walk into the room, and then she closes it. And that thing makes such noise. Yeah, dude. It's <laughs> was, so loud. It's cement blocks going up against slide. each other. Yeah. I was like, you got to slide that quick. At first of all, yeah. she, is she not going to close it? Is she just going to yeah. assume they're going to look in the second I one? thought that she didn't close it. And the only yeah. time, reason I know that she did is because after they grab yeah. the amulet and leave, she opens it back up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh, I guess she closed it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they grab the amulet and leave. And they're all like, hell yeah, we got the amulet. And Buffy comes out and Faith grabs her from behind. Again, this is a recurring thing, too. If you're a friendly fire person... Why would you sneak up on Buffy like that? Does she grab her from behind? I don't she think she grabs her from behind. Because she's in the thing. 
Yeah, I don't know how she got in the thing either. Was well, she there before Buffy or? Well, I think she walks in and then Buffy slots a thing and hops out. And then Faith is like, wait, were you hiding? And Buffy's like, no, I wasn't hiding. I was coming to do the job. And then I heard these people and then I hid. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, she's like, I hid because it was six on one. Yeah. And like, then Faith is like, well, now it's six on two. And Buffy's like, that's not good odds. <laughs> the timing is weird, too, because it seems like they just walked out and Faith just walked in. And they're like yeah. in sight line. So I don't know. Two things. I don't know why Faith knew this to come here because she never heard the information and yes. how the vampires didn't see how they didn't see each other. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is like Faith had to had to have been in there waiting for them or something because I don't know how she could have got in without the vampires seeing her or even knew that Buffy was in there. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever. Faith is here. Yeah, so she's like, let's go fight him. And she just goes running headfirst outside. And Buffy's like, wait, 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 hold up. We got to have a plan. And Faith's like, the plan is to kill him. Let's go. And so they go to run after the the vampires who are just hilariously <laughs> jumping into a manhole, just like yeah. pencil diving. Into yeah. <laughs> and Faith's like, all right, there they are. Let's go do them. I don't even think... California has sewers like that. I feel like we do. It's not a lot of drainage. Not a big drain. Like, I know, like, desert towns don't have, like, you know, like, in New York, you always see the sewer drains or the, like, yeah. the sidewalk things. We mm-hmm. don't have as much of those, you know, where those leaves pile up on that grate in the sewer. I don't yeah. think California has a bunch of that, but whatever. Um, Maybe Sunnydale does. Maybe the, it's on a different plane. The, the thing I uh, thought was really interesting was, Buffy is telling Faith, oh, no, you can't just jump down into a hole that you don't know what's going on. And I'm like, Buffy, I've seen you do that. You did that in the in the episode the, with the those... Christmas tree episode. Yeah. I was. Yeah. I was like, why did she just jump into a hole in the ground with no weapons? Well, I guess she had yeah. an axe. No, she didn't have a weapon then. No. Uh-huh. Well, she, or she got the, the axe. axe. Yeah, she got the axe because she was hammering the hole. But yeah. she jumped in with no knowing what was down there and everyone was like this is the most evil ancient demon ever and she just jumped in a hole by herself yeah dude buffy jumps into holes all the time by herself but when faith wants to do it well you're being a little (laughs) hot-headed we gotta have a plan of attack here maybe maybe buffy does have a plan of attack that she's just not outwardly saying i've never seen buffy like strategize a plan (laughs) (laughs) is grab a bag charge head first a lot of times not even grab a bag That's her plan. Her plan is to grab a bag if yeah. she has a plan. Uh, so Faith just goes and jumps in and Faith's like, "If I, well, I'm going to jump in, dude. And if you don't come in without me, I could probably get killed. So if I die, that's, that's blood on your hands. So wee! Faith <laughs> pencil dives in. Buffy's like, God damn it. She, Buffy pencil dives in. So then we go back to Giles and Wesley. And Wesley is reading Giles's initial journals. About his time in Sunnydale. I think he calls it a diary. Yeah. Uh, well, it's like the Watcher's Diary or yeah. Watcher's Journal. Or I'm happy that this was brought up because I was like, he has to be keeping this. And how have they just started reading these? He should have right. been sending these in after every like every three months. So Giles's initial journal entries are just uh, roastings of Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes just sense. Like, it does make sense. And he could still be roasting Buffy because yeah. she totally deserves it. Remember he didn't give it a handbook? 
Yeah. Yeah, dude. There's a there's a, a Slayer handbook and he refused to give it to Buffy because he was like, within seconds of knowing you, I knew that you weren't going to read it. <laughs> <laughs> and this journal entry is more of that. He's just like, she is an affront to the English language. She doesn't know the difference between her head and her ass and like all kinds of shit like that. So it, it was a later point in the episode that I like wrote down this note, but it, it stands here too. The Watchers have been in charge of Slayers for however many centuries or years, right? Yeah. But they act like they have never met a teenage girl before. Yes, dude. That's exactly what I was thinking when he was trashing her. I was like, I mean, this would be true if it were any teenage girl. And it's not like, oh, Buffy's just way, but the other Slayer. Like, I guess Kendra is a yeah, different breed. But- but, but Kendra I think- was like, like donated to a Watcher cult to be <laughs> yeah. uh, raised as a killer, which is a whole different thing. It's crazy, like that that camp or whatever exists, and Kendra wasn't chosen to be the Slayer before. Well, like is Buffy? Got are you chosen. are you chosen or by them, or is it a power that comes to you? Because well, they don't give like you, they don't give you the power to jump up and heal yourself. Like yeah. I don't know where the power comes from. I don't know if it's I don't, yeah I don't know where the superpower super strength and shit yeah. comes from at all, but like Kendra was raised to be a, a murderer basically. Well, and, and Faith had a watcher before she became Faith probably had a watcher before she became a slayer. Yeah, but w- when we see Buffy get the calling to be a slayer, she's just some like high school bimbo that a, a guy comes over to her and he points at her. And he's like you. Come with me. <laughs> like, <laughs> Buffy doesn't even know that she's the Slayer yet. Maybe yeah. did she get the powers and she didn't realize it or what? I, I don't know. It's really strange that we're like th- three and a half, two and a half seasons in. And yeah. we still don't really understand what a Slayer is or how it happens. And there's been three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll get it. <laughs> Maybe we'll get it later. But yeah, it's just I it drives me crazy that the watchers are shocked that a teenage girl which all the slayers are, the slayers are never not teenage girls. Yeah. That they have no idea how to how to deal with them. Yeah, and they come at them with like, oh, I'm ultra British. <laughs> yeah. Like they don't even try to do the cool like, hey, I'm the cool watcher. Like, that's, what, <laughs> that's what I thought we were gonna get. I thought we were gonna I get I like this rap. Like, you like Britney Spears? Let's go to Britney Spears, guys. <laughs> you know, like, try to relate. <laughs> yes, Queen. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Giles is the cool hip one. Of yeah, all because of he was in a band. <laughs> he's, he's a like a loose uh, watcher. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, Wesley's reading it and he's like, oh, I can see that you really liked Buffy when you first came here. And Josh's like, you got to get to know her. <laughs> Trust me. Um, so then we go back to Buffy and Faith fighting vampires in the sewers. And they're fighting them so much. They're doing all this karate. They're staking there none of them. There is so much fighting in this episode. This episode, it's a lot of fighting. It's a lot of like... There was a, a Lego show called Ninjago, and they were the uh, mastered the martial art of spinjitsu. And it was just a bunch <laughs> of spinning kicks. And that's exactly all that this is. This episode is so much spinning kicks. I wrote that down. That is it the end? Or is it here? Or is it the 
Is it it's here the is... end. It's the end where it's just like so many spin kicks. It's dude, there's kick, kick, well, kick. I mean, even I here, here too. Yeah, here's a lot of kicks too. There's a lot of spin kicks, but like they'll spin kick. And then the person receiving the spin kick will do like a McTwist and it's like, holy shit, dude. I love those stunt people that like have to take the kick and then do that like little flip in the air and fall. And then the yeah. dust kicks up and like, they do that little bounce of like, Ugh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but they're just fighting. They're staking nobody. And then eventually... The, Buffy does take out a stake and she stakes one guy. Well, she... well. This episode has a lot of vampires grabbing people from behind and not biting their neck. Um, yeah. But uh, they're fighting. Um, Faith gets grabbed. And then Buffy throws a stake across the room. And mm-hmm. it stabs the one in the back that's in front of her. And then we get a close-up of Faith like smiling like, you saved me like I saved you earlier. And it's like yeah. this long look. And it's so cheesy. It is. And then somebody grabs Buffy from behind and just sticks her face into a pool, yeah. you know, like a little jacuzzi that they have in the sewers. <laughs> and, and she's she's drowning, dude. He, and he drowns her. Yeah. Just like straight up. He's got a giant sword and he chooses to drown well, he her. He has the sword and then she um Oh, she knocks she, it out of his hand. She knocks it out of his hand, then he had the Because the one. sword is in the jacuzzi with her. Yeah. And so then Buffy fakes her death. I guess. <laughs> the vampire guy lets go of her. Buffy grabs the sword that's in the pool with her, uh, turns around and starts uh, fighting him again. And then everybody just kind of bails and she steals the amulet from him with the sword. <laughs> I wrote I wrote sword play. My whole notes on this scene is vampire fight, long look, drowning, sword play. Mm hmm. <laughs> Because she stabs the, like, the amulet's, like, hanging off of his, like, belt. And yeah. she, like, stabs it with her sword and, like, slings it back to herself. <laughs> like, yeah. And she's looking like, I'm a fucking badass. Yeah. They don't practice of, with swords enough. No, but the, also all the vampires leave. They get out. They get away. Yeah, she kills one and then they're losing and they all run away. She takes reason. the amulet and then they, they bail. Yeah. Um. I would never have bailed knowing what I know of the vampires. I would have died in that. I would have died fighting the Slayers than go back without the amulet. Absolutely. Um, so she gets the amulet and then she takes it back to the library. And Wesley she is. Fake drown? She fake drowned. Because for some reason. That's I what I'm saying. She, she had to be. She was like playing possum. Well, she comes but she also like, mentions. I hate when they drown, drown, drown me or whatever. Yeah. So um, I hate when I get drowned. I'm like, wait a minute. And you I'm like, did another Slayer just get Yeah, I was like, where's the next Slayer? <laughs> I was waiting for the next Slayer to pop up at the end of the episode. Um, yeah. that's. I think it was like, that she was just like playing possum. I always thought that would, that would, that's the move you should do. If someone's like strangling you with, like if they're strangling you or if you got the bag over your head or trying to drown you, you put up that fight and then you just fake and stop yeah. moving. Yeah. I mean, I know that like uh, for for... Like if you're in the UFC and somebody's like choking you out from behind, it only takes oh, like yeah. a couple seconds to knock you out. Yeah, but I feel like drowning is different. Maybe the well, bag that's a thing full, is similar. That's a full oxygen thing. Um, yeah, that one's just cutting off the like the the nerve and the the whatever that thing is that yeah. sends the blood to your brain, so you just instantly shut down. But you're still breathing. You're unconscious, but you're still breathing in that sense. Yeah. 
Um, so Buffy takes the amulet back and Wesley's inspecting it. And Giles is like really concerned about, oh shit, like this is, this is bad news. And Wesley is not concerned at all. He's just like, you know what? We got this taken care of. Uh, let's just prepare the, the, the Slayer's most important words, the three most important words in the Slayer's Dictionary, Buffy, is prepare, prepare, prepare. And Buffy's like, that's one word that you just said three times. And Wesley looks like, fuck it off. <laughs> I was like, good one, Buffy. Like, that's her best comeback right here. Yeah. And so Buffy leaves to go, quote unquote, prepare. And Wesley. Well, she's going tell- to take her test. Yeah, she's going to go take her chemistry test. And yeah. she's like, Giles, I need to talk to you. And Wesley's like, hey, hey, you're not supposed to talk to Giles about Slayer stuff. All right. You're supposed to talk to me. I'm the new watcher. And Buffy just kind of looks at him like, OK, buddy. And then she looks back at Giles and goes, Giles, we'll talk later. And Giles is like, OK. And then she leaves and Wesley's like, hey, Giles, um, you're really not making this easy for me. Giles is like, oh, really? Oh, no. What a pity. <laughs> He's like, you're not helping. He's like, I know. And I'm torn up about it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I love I love Giles throwing some shade. Yeah. Sassy Giles is yeah. great. It's- I do also love that Wesley's line of like, the only thing you should be talking to Mr. Giles about is late book fees. Yeah. <laughs> Would do book fees, and it's like, oh yeah, Giles, you are at work. You are a librarian, and there's a random British guy just roaming around a high school library, right? <laughs> like he's just posted up there all day. This is the thing too of like random people just being in. Because I remember Faith earlier in the episode, she just walks into yeah. the library, yeah, and she's wearing just like a mesh see-through shirt, and you can just see her bra. <laughs> And I was like, this is scandalous for high school, I feel like. They're, they have to have some kind of dress code, you know? Yeah, you can get away with that. Well, she does have a jean jacket on over it. So. You can get away with it. I don't know. I, you know I, you know me. I went to Catholic school. You went to an all-boys Catholic school, so you guys were... Yeah. You only did that on the weekends. Only dressed like that on the weekends. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Follow Joe's Instagram. <laughs> at joe welke baby um so buffy is talking to willow and xander in chemistry class about this she's about to take her cl- her uh, test and she's talking to willow and xander she's like dude something happened to me something overcame me where i just stopped giving a fuck last night i just felt badass i was wearing leather I was I stole an amulet from a guy with a sword. Like he was cool. And Willow's like, cool, Buffy. And Xander's like, cool. And then the teacher walks around giving out the test and she's like, all right, here's the test. Uh, once I give you this test, you're not allowed to talk and you have an hour to take the test. And as soon as she gives Buffy the test, Buffy turns around, she starts talking to Willow and Xander again. Like, it was no, no, you guys don't get it. It was so fucking cool. And Willow's like, okay, Buffy, but uh, we gotta take this test. And Buffy turns around and he turns back to Xander and she's like, Xander, I mean, you you should have seen Faith out there. Faith was doing. And every time Buffy says Faith, Xander has a little twitch. And she goes, why do you why are you twitching every time I say Faith's name? That that happens when you lose your virginity to a girl. You can't hear her name without your face having spasms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it, it made no sense because <laughs> like, I was like, he would be 
stoked about it. Like it made it seem like he was afraid of Faith. Like Faith beat the shit out of him or something. It was like he was dating Willow and Buffy and he couldn't let them know. Like, yeah, he's not like it doesn't matter. So Buffy's like, why is this happening? And Xander's like, shut up. It's not happening. I'm not gay. You're gay. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever that would be a Xander line. Yeah. Um, so Buffy. So Xander's like, all right, dude, I get it. You went slaying. It was cool. But I got to take this test, man. Like, I actually have to, you know, unlike you, I actually care about school. And I was like, since when? No, he said, I'm focused on my multiple choicing here. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what, I was like, that's great. He just, you know, he's just filling it out randomly. <laughs> he would absolutely just cheat off Willow. Absolutely. If you're sitting next to Willow, you'd absolutely cheat off Willow. And the teacher's not Willow. paying attention at all. No, because she's like, nobody talk. Buffy's loudly talking about like, I was killing vampires last night and it was cool. And Buffy's reacting. I, I gave it for the episode, but she's reacting as if this is the first time she's ever done the thing that she does all the time. Yeah. So after Xander's like, dude, all right, I got to take my test, though. Like, you can talk about this later. And Buffy's like, all right, nerd. She turns back around and... This is where reality breaks for me. Faith comes up to the window outside of the school and starts banging on it. And then she opens the window from the outside and she's like, hey, what's up, girlfriend? You want to go out and do some slaying? And Buffy looks around and she's like, you know what? Yeah. And at this point, I was like, is Buffy imagining this? Like, did that sword <laughs> cast some kind of spell on her? It's and bad Buffy, girls, baby. It's bad girls. And then Buffy gets up and just exits out the window and hangs, starts hanging out with Faith. And Willow's watching this happen. She's like, you can't fucking do that. You can't just do that. <laughs> it's like, where's the teacher? How come none of the other students are reacting? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> I love that, and she also like bl like blows her breath on the window, and then like does like a little heart with an arrow yeah. through it. And I was like, "Is that for Xander? Is that for Buffy? Like, what was that for?" Yeah, it was so weird, man. And there was uh, a line earlier where Willow's like, "Oh, and you never came over to study for this test last night." I'm like, "Yeah." I'm sorry. She was fighting vampires for demon. I've always said this about her school. It's like, you're mad she didn't come over to study for a test when she was fighting a horde of vampires? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so Buffy climbs through the window and starts walking away with Faith. <laughs> Honestly, it's crazy that no one in the, in the classroom reacted. I don't know if the teachers left the room and this is just some open book. I don't, I don't know. But no yeah. other student is like, who is this girl knocking on the window? Dude, I would have fucking like poked my head out and been like, uh, Miss Balding or whatever fucking yeah. chemistry. What? What, what just like, happened? I don't even know who Buffy is, actually. Oh, you mean the girl who like left during the middle of a test? Oh, that's true. Buffy's an unknown at yeah. the school. So Faith and Buffy are walking by and, and Faith's like, hey, man, you want to go out? You want to go do some slaying? And Buffy's like, um, I don't know what the fuck you think happened to vampires and if there's any kind of change, but it is daylight, dude. They're not going to be out. And Faith's like, oh, don't worry about that. I found a vampire nest. And I'm like, this is cool. And I like that she called it a nest. Mm -hmm. um, 
So then we have the scene of all these vampires looking like heroin addicts or something, mm-hmm. just passed out on the on these cots on the floor. And then Buffy and Faith bust into this den, action hero style. They kick down this. It's like Stone Cold Steve Austin with the glass breaking. Like they kick through this glass door and daylight comes and starts burning up one guy's arm and everybody wakes up. They're like, oh, fuck, the Slayers are here. And they run in. They start kicking everybody's ass and wreaking havoc. Well, they havoc. just kind of stand there and like hold up their stakes. I don't actually think yeah. they, we see them kill. Well, it's more I of an just assume. Time. Yeah, I'm just saying for the person who hasn't seen yeah. this episode in, you know, 10 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Um, yeah, but it's a really cool like hero shot. They both whoop out their stakes and you know they're just going to kill these low-level vampires. Yeah, which Grunt. which I think is what Faith should be doing all day, and then Buffy can patrol a little at night, or vice yeah. versa. You know, yeah. take a night off because Buffy, you are in school. You do have to get up early. True. Um, but yeah, kill vampires on a day. They're less dormant. Yeah, try to get rid of them. So after the uh, presumed ass kicking of vampires that happened off screen, we have Buffy and Faith at the Bronze now, and they're just dancing it up and they get surrounded by all these fucking skeezer guys Mm -hmm. and they all start like grinding up on buffy and faith and one guy starts to like take off his shirt like he has a button down he's like got it over his shoulders he's got a wife beater on underneath of it uh we call those tank tops now uh what that guy was wearing was a beater (laughs) um yeah that that guy was he was doing it he was getting all of all of his performance worth it. Yeah. So they went day slaying and then bronze dancing. That's what I they mean, did. That guy's acting was all pelvis. Yes. <laughs> he was he was he was leaned back. Yeah. Dude, he was leaned back and just pelvis forward. Yeah. <laughs> it's unreal. Um, and then so Angel shows up. Mm-hmm. And Angel sees this horde of men surrounding Buffy and Faith, and he looks and he's like, <gasps> he like winces and turns away yeah i mean geez angel come on man you're still yeah. a vampire like yeah dude <laughs> and then buffy sees angel mm-hmm. and she's like oh hey what's up angel she walks over to him jumps up uh wraps her legs around him mm-hmm. and uh buffy's like hey how come you didn't come say hi and he's like uh look like you were a little busy with your friends and she was like, oh, they're just boys. I like you. Mm-hmm. And Angel is like, okay. Um, and he like picks Buffy, Buffy up and he puts her back down on the ground. He's like, all right, we need to talk about this dude Balthazar. Mm-hmm. And Buffy's like, yeah, I don't, I'm not worried about him. He's dead. He's long dead. And Angel's like, he's not as dead as you think. Mm-hmm. And Buffy's like, well, don't worry. I got the amulet. And Angel's like, you got the amulet? She's like, yeah, I got it last night from the dude with I took his sword and I stole the amulet from him. And Angel's like, where's the amulet now? And then Wesley shows up. And Wesley's like, what the hell are you doing here? What's going on? Who's this guy? And I was like, don't worry about it. He's some he's a friend. And he's like, well, guess what? I've got the amulet and I've stored it in a place that's safe. And he like pats his chest. No, he doesn't pat his chest. She just reaches in and takes it. And he's like, how'd you know? And because it, when they it do was start, bulging. No, no. When they do start talking about the amulet, he does like rub his chest. 
a little mm. bit. But she said then, she took it because she could see the bulge, exactly the bulge in his jacket. So Buffy takes the amulet from Wesley's breast pocket and gives it to Angel. And Wes is like, "Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! What the what the hell's going? Who is this guy? You can't just do that." Yeah. And Angel and Buffy now are just ignoring Wesley. <laughs> they like kiss in front of him and then like leave, and he's just like, "What the hell is going on?" <laughs> yeah. And and this is what I wrote down: Have they never met teenage girls? Yeah. Like I'm like, <laughs> like Wesley's like walking into a club. She's he's with this guy, and he's like, "What is? Why would who? What?" <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's a really great scene because you got to watch her coming in so late in the game. He doesn't yeah. even know that she's a vampire yet. Yeah. Um, and one thing I notice is that Buffy has a huge gash on her arm. Yeah, dude. I noticed that, too. Nobody asked a question about dude, it. She's dancing on the dance floor with an open, bloody wound. And these yes. guys are just all around her. I was like, what? Dude, and it, it doesn't. It's not brought up after this. It's not brought up before this. She just has this gigantic gash that's as big as Faith's fake tattoo. Yeah, exactly. It's unreal. So then Buffy leaves Wesley and uh, Angel takes the amulet and he goes off and wherever he's going to put it. And she goes up to Faith and she's like, Faith, we got to go. We got trouble. And she grabs Faith from this whirlwind of men that are surrounding her and faith as she's leaving she points to all of them and she goes call me (laughs) (laughs) oh man and then we get the reveal of balthazar and oh my god this is where the episode takes off yes yeah balthazar is this gigantic blob man Jabba the Hutt or the bad guy in Dune, I would describe him as. He has the same prosthetics as Fat Bastard from Austin Powers. I'm trying to think. It's something else he reminds me of, too. But yeah, and he's in a in like a a pool and is being having water ladled over top of him to keep him (laughs) moist. And it is. It is just great. It it was one of those moments where you see this and you're like, all right, this. Yeah. Right. I'm in. Right, you got me. <laughs> I was like, because at first I'm like, all right, they're Buffy, and she's gonna be like a bad girl, and she's doing this, and it's like, okay, yeah, this is this is. Smart. I did like, like it's weird enough that he's just in this kind of personal hot tub situation, yeah. but the fact that he has someone ladling the water onto him <laughs> yes. is so much more sinister and weird. Yeah, and he's bald, and he's just this gigantic blob, dude. Yeah. And he's in a warehouse and he uh, he's pissed off because he doesn't have the amulet yet. And he has one of his minions. He he uses this like weird force, force power, power yeah. where he can like drag somebody closer to him and he drags one of his minions close to him. And I forget why. Oh, because they didn't get the amulet. Okay. Yeah, I was like, you get the amulet or you don't go back home. That's well, I didn't know if, like, did that guy like mouth off to him or something? He said something like, oh, we didn't do the thing that we were going to do. He didn't yeah, mouth off really, like, but he just said this. I feel like he's like, we ran into the Slayers. Yeah, we ran into and the Slayers and we couldn't get the amulet or something like that. Yeah. Um, so and then, then I guess he gets his neck broken or something. Yeah, Balthazar like 
he force powers him over to him and then he just like snaps his neck and um, they love neck snapping in this did, show did the master have force powers or hypnoto like he had some powers or something early he did something to buffy when they were fighting yeah i'm not i don't I quite remember sure. that was yeah. so long ago that was That's almost like- a year ago dude we we're deep into the show yeah, yeah. and podcast but uh so yeah he's he's pissed at the amulet he doesn't have it yet and he's like oh got the amulet i don't care what you need to do kill everybody and uh buffy and faith show up and they see balthazar through a window and they're well, like oh i guess I, this isn't where he says kill everyone he says no. that in a later yeah, scene. this right. one this one he calls over another guy and threatens him and then says i this is what i want you to do I have I have a job I want you to do. Yeah, he has a new head minion. It's been the main minion. It's the one that drowned Buffy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Buffy and Faith are outside, and they're looking through the window like, oof, I guess that's Balthazar. He looks gross, man. Uh, and then Buffy's like, all right, well, we need to figure out a plan of attack. And Faith is like, I got a plan. Attack. And Buffy's like, we don't have any weapons, dude. Like, what do we do? We don't even have stakes. And I'm like, why don't you have stakes? <laughs> like, how don't you have that? Like, what are you guys out? Just out? Like, you're just going to punch a vampire to death and hope you, there's a piece of wood you can break off? Um, also, it is crazy. Because they look over and they see a sporting goods store across mm-hmm. the street. It is insane to me that Balthazar is in a warehouse with a window that you can see into from the street and look uh, directly across from that street and see functioning stores. Yes. Like they're like, so out in the open. Maybe it's some kind of like hiding in plain sight type of situation, but they are, they can be seen easily. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Faith and Buffy look across the street. They see that sporting goods store and Faith is like, bingo. Faith walks over to busts into this place starts smashing every piece of glass in this store and faith is like hey dude here's my philosophy on being a slayer i want it i take it i have it and i guess if she could have worded this a lot better and been like if it's for the greater good of destroying the evil in this town i'm gonna steal some shit yeah, but she's definitely not stealing it for that because they have weapons. Yes. They have a cache of weapons that they can use. Yeah. But no, they, they she just wants to steal and she they, some people can't handle having power. You True. Know? And now Buffy is being influenced by Faith and she's a bad influence on Buffy. And Buffy she's like, All right, you want it? She sees like a she sees just a regular knife. Yeah, wooden, anything. I wrote this. I'm like, what? Why is Buffy grabbing a dagger, yeah. a metal dagger that will not kill a vampire? But instead, she smashes the display case, grabs this big old knife, and she's like, "I want it. I take it. I have it." And Faith is like stuffing a bunch of wooden stuff into her <laughs> pants, and she's, she's like, "There a- you go, kid." She's got yeah. a gigantic crossbow. Yeah, and then. The most insane thing happens. A gunshot goes off. And two cops show up. And they go, freeze. Put it on the ground. Or I start shooting. <laughs> they 
they come in and just fire a warning shot into the ceiling to get yeah. the attention of two teenage girls that are robbing a place. Yes. Every time the cops show up when Buffy's around, it is like full on extreme. Like when they it's, came, when Kendra was dead and they just walked in and like, you're under arrest. You must have murdered this whole room of people. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're, you're a 17 year old girl. Dude, the cops in Sunnydale's philosophy is shoot first, ask questions later. I think that might be a lot of cops' uh, philosophies. In the Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you walk into a you walk into a store and you just fire a warning. They didn't even say drop the weapons. They didn't just, say freeze. He just fired a shot to the ceiling. Yeah. Um, but now, now after the shot, he's like, drop the weapons or I fire. And then Faith is like giving him sass. She's like, ooh, look at you, Mr. Tough Guy. And she just drops the weapons. Yeah. Buffy drops her weapons. And they're like, all right, arrest him. Cuff him. And Faith is like, "Ooh, I like you, big boy." It's like, yeah, I didn't, dude. I didn't know what was gonna happen at this scene. Yeah, me neither. So they get put into the cop car, mm-hmm. and they're being driven back to the cop station, the police station, or whatever. <laughs> get booked. <laughs> the military guy, cop the military. station. <laughs> <laughs> they're going back to jail, uh, and Faith. Well, the cops are like. What's up with you two? Why are you stealing all these weapons? Are you one of those female gangs? And Faith is like, yeah, we're in the Slayers. And she kind of like nudges Buffy like, hey, good joke, right? And Buffy's like, dude, not now. This is serious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Faith is like, dude, you want to bust out of here? And Buffy's like, what? What do you mean? And Faith slinks down to where the cops can't see her from behind. And she's like, come on, get down. And Buffy slinks down. And then Faith goes, all right, here we go. I'm three, two, one. And Buffy and Faith kick. So you know how like cops, cop cars have like a cage separating them from the people in the back. They kick through the cage. The both of the cops' heads slam off of the dashboard and wheel. And the car goes careening into another car and crashes. And then... There's a bunch of smoke. There's a bunch of wreckage. And Buffy and Faith uh, get out of the car. And Faith's like, all right, time to go. And Buffy's like, dude, shouldn't we call a fucking ambulance or anything? And Faith's like, "Ah, with all the ruckus we just made, somebody will call an ambulance. That's not on us. We got got some slaying to do. And then they just book it. Yeah. That's what happens. Buffy's got a bad history of just assaulting police officers, dude. Yeah, it's it, it is interesting when she like flipped a police officer that one time and just yeah. beat him up and then and Giles has beat up a cop. Yeah. Um uh Faith is in the wrong. I feel like I feel like when Buffy did it, she needed to get out of there or else she was going to be arrested and she had to figure out what was going on, bigger thing at stake. This one they really shouldn't have broken into the <laughs> sporting goods store. They yeah, there's no reason. car. And then Giles was hopped up on you know, band candy. So, I mean, this is the one that was the most preventable. Like Buffy was being framed for Kendra's murder and the cops just started shooting at her immediately. <laughs> yeah. Like Giles was on band candy. So that kind of makes sense. Yeah. But this was the most like, well, they I mean, didn't... faith is a faith is a bad girl. man. Yeah. I mean, they didn't, 
This all could have been prevented if they each had backpacks of weapons. Like, there's no reason, dude. There's no fucking reason. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, so they they escape, and now Buffy's at home the next day. It's the next morning, and she's reading the paper feverishly. She's like, oh, my God, is there any kind of mention of the cops that we heard or anybody suspected of this? And she can't find anything. Uh, and Buffy's mom comes downstairs and she she busts into the kitchen and she goes admit it and Buffy looks up like <gasps> and then Joyce is like don't you just sometimes want to quit your diet and eat a bunch of waffles and Buffy's like Whoa. <laughs> I was like this is such a reach for a jump scare line like that yeah like, like, it's a very re- big reach it, of a we, misdirect. Unless they deleted a scene in this episode where the mom t- complains about being on a diet, which I can't see fitting in earlier in this episode. It makes no sense that we have to now assume that the mom is on a diet yeah. for her to and, do all this bit. This and that bit. Buffy's on a diet, too. Because she's like a part no, of it. I think, she's like, I don't think, you want to give up on your diet? I think I think the mom is just on the diet. Okay, and that's why she wants to make waffles for the daughter, and then she can't eat them because she said the calories only don't count if I make it for you. Um, I thought that was a cute mom line. Oh yeah, absolutely, and 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 the rationale people do when they're on diets and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I had to I had to feed my kid the chicken nuggets, so like I and they didn't eat all of them. I can't waste the food, so it was just you know when you make them, (laughs) there's forty of them, and the kids only eat you know twelve, so I got to eat the rest of them. You know, (laughs) if you open a bag of chips, they go bad, so you have to eat them all. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, Joyce asks, like, you know, hey, what was up with uh, you and Faith last night? How was uh, slaying? How was patrol? And Buffy was like, oh, you know, it's just usual stuff. And the mom's like, don't worry, I won't try to interfere. And then she does the the waffle yeah. calorie line. I was happy the mom's like, yeah, you're slaying. I don't not I don't need to ask questions. You're alive. You're here. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like that's it. So that's basically the end of the scene. Buffy closes the newspaper and she heads out. She's like, all right, I gotta go. I got stuff to do. Mom's like, okay. Then mom starts reading the newspaper, and that's that scene basically. Mm-hmm. So then we have the mayor, and he's taking a picture with a bunch of Boy Scouts. And he's like, you, you kids, you're the future of America. And then they leave. And as soon as the door closes, he walks over to the window's blinds and he shuts them. And he's like, all right, you're good to come out. Miss Trick comes out from another office, which I thought was cool. I thought it was a nice <laughs> little touch. Um, and then he was asks he in Ms. there because he's a black guy or because he's a vampire? Why, was he <laughs> had to, why do you have to hide him? <laughs> Well, then he asks yeah. Mr. Trick about the Illuminati, and he's like, what's up with this Illuminati stuff? And as he's saying that, he's going over to his relics closet, mm-hmm. and he opens it up. And this is the biggest bunch of bullshit that I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. So he opens up his relics closet, and an entire huge human vampire man yeah. comes out of it and grabs the mayor by the neck. How did he fit in that closet? There is so much here. One, he's there in the middle of the day. Yes. So somehow he snuck in there at night and mm-hmm. came out. Did he know he was just going to come out whenever that case was open? Right. Yeah. But the windows were open before. Yes. So like if Mr. Trick's not there, the windows are open. So when he opens that thing, you're just going to burn to death. 
Yeah, dude. So, like, what is... I get it for the scene, but what is it? Like, well, also the staging, if you go back and watch it again, when he jumps out, the doors are already half open because he absolutely could not fit in there. No, the shelves are, like, to the end of the door. There's yeah. You have to remove everything in that cabinet. Yeah. It's so dumb. It's so forced, too. But, yeah. But he grabs the mayor by the neck and shoves him up against the desk. And Mr. Trick comes up from behind the Illuminati guy and stakes him. Uh, he No, he doesn't. Who stakes him? He doesn't get staked here at all. Are you serious? Yeah, he's in the end of the episode. Um, doesn't Mr. Mr. Trick stake Mr. somebody? Trick, Mr. Trick punches him. Oh, you're right. Mr. Mr. Trick, Trick punches, punches him, him, and, him and, knocks and it him kills out. him. No. It knocks him out. <laughs> it knocks him out. Dude, who did Mr. Trick stake? See, Mr. Trick staked somebody. He staked this guy at the end of the episode. Okay. All right, I'm getting ahead of myself then. Sorry, yeah. everybody. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> he, he punches him, and then the guy had a sword. He punches him, and then Mr. Trick is like, oh, they always use swords. Should have had an Uzi. It would have oh, done, yeah, 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 yeah. done everything. True. And I've been saying... Guns only vamp- a lot of problems. <laughs> only vampire that used a gun so far was Darla, and that was badass. That was the best. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now the mayor is worried about security. He's like, "What the hell? How did this guy get in here?" Then we have security. He looks over at Alan, who, according to Wikipedia, actually is not the head of security. He's the deputy mayor. Yeah, I didn't think he was head of security. I think he just talked to him about security. Okay. Um, He's like, "What's and, up with this dude?" Yeah. And this is where I'm like, is he working with the vampires, Alan? Like, because he would have had to let this guy in or something. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't sure because we don't get enough about Alan. Where I was like, is he with the Balthazar people? Is he, does he not like the mayor? Is he trying to undermine him? Mm. Um, but See, yeah. this, is, this is why I thought that somebody died in this scene. Is because the next scene, Balthazar is like lamenting the loss of one of his henchmen. He's like, oh, that guy was a good henchman. Yeah, he's been kidnapped. Because at the end of the scene, he goes, oh, um, the mayor says, lock him up. And he's like, what do you mean? He's just going to try to kill you when he when he wakes up. And he's like, yeah, I know. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, now everything's coming together. I'm just remembering exactly what happens <laughs> yeah. to this guy. Okay, you're it's right. Like the, it's such a major part of this episode. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like what makes this doubly great yeah. yeah okay i'm wrong sorry everybody uh but yeah balthazar is now lamenting uh the loss of his henchmen and he wants his amulet and he calls upon a new guy and he's like get me the amulet and this is where he's like kill everybody bring yeah. me the slayers bring me the watchers bring me everybody i don't mm-hmm. care kill them all mm-hmm. and then there should all... have been the plan at first i don't know why yeah so Buffy and Willow are at Buffy's house and Willow gives her some kind of good smelling protection necklace. And Buffy's like, oh, that's so sweet. I'm waiting for this protection spell to pay off. Dude. Because we were talking about protection spells. I don't know how they work. Um, I thought they didn't work when you knew about them. Yep. Um, Maybe if you have it on a necklace. I I know Willow had that whole thing when they were going into that school during uh, Only Have Eyes for You or something. And she had all she made this like protection spell, but she almost got sucked into hell. I don't think I don't think these spells work, but we'll see. Maybe it's yeah. going to pay off at the end. Um, so Buffy is like, well, I got to go on patrol. Willow's like, oh, can I come? 
Buffy's like, Buffy gives her the Zeppo treatment. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't know, dude. This is a little dangerous. You might want to stay back. And Willow's like, what are you talking about? I know witchcraft. I can do stuff. And Buffy's like, eh, not like this. And then Faith shows up. And Faith's like, all right, you ready to go patrolling, Buffy? And Buffy's like, hell yeah. My new best friend's here. Yeah. She's here to replace you, Willow. Yeah. So they go off to go patrol, and Willow's left alone, and she grabs the little protection spell. She's like, so stupid. Yeah, I at first I was like, oh, are we doing this scene or like the same thing we were doing in the Zeppo? But then I was like, oh, this scene is more about like, oh, Buffy has a cool new friend, and she's not hanging out with her nerdy, dorky friend. And I was exactly. like, all right, all right, that's cool. I, I can get behind that high school metaphor, allegory. Yeah. Whatever. Analogy. <laughs> so Faith and Buffy are going back to where Balthazar is. And Faith has the gigantic crossbow that she got caught stealing. She calls it a longbow. This yeah. Is, this is, yeah. And Buffy's like, I can't believe you went went back to go steal that. And Faith's like, yeah, I'm so stoked to try this out. She's fiddling with it. Yeah. Um. And then they get attacked by a vampire and they're, you know, they're all startled and everything. And then we go back to Wesley talking to Giles and Wesley's lecturing Giles. He's like, you know what your problem is? You got an emotional problem, dude. You got too attached to the Slayer and that was your downfall. And Giles is like, my emotional attachment wasn't a problem. It was an advantage. And you don't know what you're talking about. And Wesley's like, well, regardless of whether or not I know what I'm talking about, you did a bad job. I'm the new watcher. And there's nothing you can do about it. I'm the new watcher. It's my duty. And then Giles turns to look at him and he sees a bunch of the Illuminati guys behind Wesley. And he's like, well... Get ready to fulfill your duties. <laughs> and I love how chill Giles is. Oh. Like, Giles is so chill. And something I would have loved that would have made me kind of, like, respect this new watcher a little bit is if he had put any protection in the library. It mm-hmm. still drives me crazy that vampires can just walk up into the library that easily. Giles works there late at night by himself sometimes. Mm-hmm. How is it possible that vampires can just easily get in? Dude, have crosses at the entrance. Garlic. Have a priest come and consecrate the grounds. Bless the grounds. Have everyone meet at your house. You don't have any books. They all burnt up. Have everyone meet at your house, which is actually, you know, vampires can't physically get inside of it. Like, it's just, I get it for production. But it's so mm-hmm. crazy that they just like, hey, there's eight vampires standing out there. Yep. Uh, so then we go back to the Buffy and Faith fight. And Faith can't figure out the crossbow or crossbow, longbow. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to do things the old school way. She takes the wooden uh, arrow out. She just stabs a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they're walking around the corner and she's like, man, this is it's pretty crazy. Like the, all these vampires keep attacking us one by one. And then as they say that one jumps down yeah. and then they stake it and they're like, man, this is hopefully it keeps up like this. Cause we can take on all these guys if it's one-on-one. Yeah. And then they turn a corner and the mayor, the deputy mayor, Allen grabs faith and faith shoves him up against a dumpster and stakes him in the heart. 
and it is a human and he starts bleeding right before she stakes him buffy's like faith no wait and then she stakes him and he starts bleeding and buffy's like oh my god oh my god and faith's like fuck him let's go (laughs) no she's standing back at this point when he dies she says let's go but like it's this death scene is like protracted they play this out like he's bleeding from his mouth like well because it starts uh and then they go to a commercial break and then they come back from commercial break and the dude's still dying um and i was one of it's one of those weird things because i had had that in my mind like is he working with these other vampires when the vampire got in and the marriage like hey i thought you were making sure this doesn't happen yeah why is he in that alley and no clue i'm just it was just really weird like why he popped out of the alley didn't say anything like he got shoved against the dumpster i thought he was gonna be like oh wait 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 or say yeah. something you know it was just I, I i don't know why he's there it makes no sense and it does it would have made sense if he was working with the illuminati yeah and and maybe he was i it, because they do do something weird later, which is, yeah. So I'm not really sure what's really going on here. I guess she just, I guess a guy jumped out and Faith's attitude about killing this guy is weird. But her killing this guy seems purely accidental. I, it's absolutely accidental. I feel like Buffy could have accidentally done this too. Well, we thought that Buffy did do this like a long time. We thought that Buffy killed Ted. Yeah. Remember, we're like, dude, she just fucking killed a regular guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this was always a risk, and I'm happy that this has finally happened. Like, it yeah. is an interesting development in the story. Yeah. And you're right. Faith isn't like, fuck him, let's go. She is kind of taken aback by well, it. Yeah, because Buffy's like, oh, I need to get to something to stop the pressure. And, like, Faith is just, like, standing behind her, like, kind of stunned. Um, yeah, it was kind of like when she was fighting that first demon when she first arrived. And she's, like, stunned and frozen and everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, she's a little shell-shocked, I guess. Uh, and so Buffy's like, "We'll call nine one one at least." And Faith's like, "We don't, we don't have time. Uh, I don't we, have the minutes." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she's like, well, "Let's go. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta get out of here." And Faith just runs and she hops over some kind of fence. They go separate ways, right? Yeah. yeah. So Faith ho- hops over something, and Buffy hops over a different fence. And when Buffy hops over, she puts a handprint of blood on like this wooden post did you notice that when she's hopping over the fence mm-hmm. and i was like oh boy her fingerprints blood yeah. this guy is gonna be the next few seasons of buffy in jail is gonna be weird <laughs> <laughs> um so now we're following buffy we don't know where faith is gone mm-hmm. uh and buffy runs into angel and angel does the same thing where he's just like buffy like scares her or whatever yeah. and she's like on edge already <laughs> and she stabs him in the chest and it was like <laughs> oh boy <laughs> this is this is why they don't carry stakes around i guess that's true <laughs> um but angel's like buffy what's going on and he grabs her hand and he's like hey dude you got what's up with your hand you got a bunch of blood on it and buffy's like don't worry about it it's nothing and he's like all right well uh just let you know Shit's about to go down with Balthazar. Shit's, shit's getting crazy. They got Giles and they got Wesley. And Buffy's like, God damn it. <laughs> Can this night get any worse? And now Faith returns to 
Deputy Mayor Allen. And she's looking around like, oh, my God, this is fucking crazy. And she, like, goes and she touches him. And she's like, oh, fuck. <sighs> and then we cut from that scene. Yeah, when she's reaching out to touch, like, the wound, it's really, like, I was like, are we going to get something else? Is yeah, I, does I Faith could... have magical restorative powers like O'Toole? <laughs> oh, my God, that's where the O'Toole stuff would come in really handy. Yeah. Vandica Somebody needs like, to know how to raise the guy back from the yeah. dead. Um. Yeah, and this guy would look fine. He just has to wear a shirt, you know? He's just got a yeah. hole in his chest. I mean, um, O'Toole got shot like six or seven times. Yeah, this guy just looked, got a stake to the heart. Yeah, if it's fresh, it's just, it looked normal. Um, yeah, it was just like a weird, I I, just, I guess I just couldn't register what Faith's face was saying mm-hmm. when she was touching. I was like, because I was still in this weird mode where I was like, is this guy something more than who he was? Yeah. I feel like Faith's attitude at this point is kind of like, ah, like, fuck, I fucked up. Yeah. But not like, oh, my God, I'm in trouble. But like, oh, man, I fucked up. Yeah, it's more like frustration and not like complete hurt. First, it was shock. And then she went back and like, what am I going to do about this thing? Yeah. Yeah. So now we have Giles and Wesley as the prisoners in Balthazar's little warehouse. The line that this scene like kind of opens with is moist in the front, moist in the front. (laughs) And Giles and Wesley are looking at him like, oh, God. (laughs) Well, Wesley's looking at him like like, Giles is like, "Ah, this is like another Tuesday in Sunnydale for me. Yeah. (laughs) And Wesley is scared. And he is like shitting his pants. And Giles is like, calm down, dude. Like, this is the shit that happens here. Yeah. And Wesley's like, what do you mean this is what happens here? <laughs> like, you wanted to be a watcher in Sunnydale. Like, why would you take this job? Just keep yeah. reading your books and ancient whatever. Yeah, and Giles is just like rolling his eyes like, come on, man. So then Balthazar's like, I'm going to kill you and I'm going to kill the Slayers and I'm going to kill everybody if I don't get my amulet. And Wesley's like, there has to be some kind of rational way that we could do this. <laughs> like, look <laughs> at the guy that you're talking to, man. <laughs> yeah. You really think there's a rational way to do this? <laughs> the fact that they just kidnapped you is, like, rational enough. <laughs> yeah. And then so Balthazar's like, I don't care, dude. I don't, there's no reason. I, I'm going to kill you if I don't get my amulet. And then Wesley just gives up all the information he has. Well, he offers a trade. Yeah, he's like, you've got something I want. I've got something you want. I know where the amulet is. I could tell you if you let us go. And Balthazar is like, fuck that. How about I just torture you and I'll take your kneecaps. The kneecaps line is great. He's like, tear off their kneecaps. And I was like, oh, my God, dude. Yeah. And as soon as he hears that. Wes is like, oh, fuck, I like my kneecaps. And then he sells out Buffy. He's like, Buffy had the amulet and she gave it to one of her friends. He's a tall guy. And then Giles looks at him and goes, shut up, you twerp. (laughs) And I was like, hell yeah, ripper, Giles. And and then then he's like, tell me his name. Tell me his name. And then Wesley's like, oh, um, I don't know the guy's name that she gave it to Actually, I, I don't have the amulet. I never got his name. <laughs> and then, then Balthazar's like, the kneecaps. <laughs> and then Giles is like, wait, wait, wait. You let him go. I'll tell you what you want. Yeah. Um, he's like, no, tell me his name. And then that's when we get the classic. 
it's a weird shot and angle when he shows up. But he's yeah. like, tell me his name. And then Angel walks in with Angel vampire face. And it's like this low angle. It's supposed to be a really cool entrance shot, but he's walking away from camp. I don't know. It just didn't. Angel gets like a hero shot, like looking up like, hey, this is who we're supposed to be looking up to. He comes out. He's like, his name is Angel. And that's who I am. And he comes in and he starts kicking ass. Yeah. It's just the shot. I I, I get what they were going for. It didn't really work for me. It it goes by too quick. It doesn't. It's also filmed. It feels like it's from some other room. Like it doesn't (laughs) feel like it's in the same area that they're in. Um, So Angel comes in and he basically like kicks the vampires off of Wesley and Giles. Uh, Buffy shows up she's uh kicking ass and this is where we get the masters of spin jitsu mm-hmm. all kinds of spin kicks all kinds of spin and flippy shit buffy frees giles by uh stabbing his restraints with a sword and giles is free and he un he frees wesley and giles is like fighting vampires now too He's and wesley fighting yeah. yeah wesley is like cowering like a little little fucking coward like a person who's only ever faced control vampires vampires in a controlled situation this is not a controlled situation and the best part of this scene is balthazar flailing his arms (laughs) and saying unacceptable yeah (laughs) it's the funniest visual his like little arms are flailing he's like unacceptable unacceptable Dude, there's one scene, I don't know if it's later or before, but he is screaming, go. And then they cut to a wide shot of him and his lips are moving and not yeah. obviously not saying go. Yeah. And then they cut back in. He's like, go. And they go wide shot with Buffy and her fight scenes. And it is just all stunt woman. Oh, It's yes. to the point where I'm like, I know I'm not looking at Sarah Michelle Gellar. Like, yeah. it is obviously the stunt woman who I love her stunt person because she has like very snappy kicks and everything mm-hmm. is like really quick. And then she tries to hop back into like a Buffy stance. But it was just like, oh, my God, this is clearly they didn't even like try to cover it up. Yeah. Like with Angel, they always like film and the guy, he's fighting people with his back turned to the camera mm-hmm. all the time. So you just see like the back of the wig. Um but with this, we were seeing full on. Yeah, we see. And like even the wide, there's a couple of wides that aren't even that wide. And you can just straight up see it's a different face. It's <laughs> yeah, a different it's a, woman. It's a whole different person. Yeah. It's yeah. like, geez, dude. <laughs> That's a little tough. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they're fighting. And this is a long, long, long choreographed fight scene, dude. Yeah. I mean, this was this is big. This is a... There's a lot going on in this episode. Yeah. And so one of the Illuminati vampires grabs Wesley again. And he's got him from behind. And Giles is there with him. And Wesley's like, Mr. Giles, Mr. Giles, save me. And then Giles goes, duck. And Wesley ducks. Giles beheads a vampire like right on him. Yeah. And he's like, oh, my God. Thank God. Whew. That's what I was saying about vampires keep grabbing people from behind and not biting them. Also, yeah. when someone grabs you from behind, they usually don't give you room to duck. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you got someone constrained. They don't really have like, oh, you can just duck out of this. Yeah. But uh, it was a cool 
it's, I'm really interested to see next episode how Wesley reacts to. It should just be him being calling up the, the council and being like, Giles is the man for the job. Yeah. Like, or he or he should show Giles a lot more respect or like, can I work with you? Like, I see I'm out of my element here. Yeah, we, we do need another person that can die in the finale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's still some more spin kick fighting going on. And Balthazar decides to use his Star Wars force powers on Angel. And he drags Angel close to him. It looks so funny. Yeah. Angel like freezes up. And he's like, ah. Yeah. And he grabs Angel's head from behind. And he starts to squish it like a melon. And uh, or, uh, Angel's getting his head squished. And Buffy sees this happening from afar. And she looks up and she sees like a lighting fixture. And she... Does she use the sword to cut it? I guess so. I don't know. I don't know how she does it. But she gets the lighting fixture to fall into the pool that Balthazar is in. And it electrocutes Balthazar. And he's like... <laughs> the properties of electricity, it electrocutes Balthazar, but does not go through Angel, who he's holding. Yeah, doesn't do <laughs> shit to him. <laughs> also, can electricity kill vampires? I don't know what can and can't kill vampires at this point. Like, I have no idea. Well, I don't beheading know. Is, them kills them. Is Balthazar uh, a vampire or is he just a demon? He looks like he has vampire teeth and red eyes, but... He's a demon, according to Wikipedia. Okay. Um, and we know demons can die just by breaking their neck, so... yeah, That's that true. Would work. That's true. And, uh... So he is... He's dead. But uh, then he starts taunting Buffy, and he's like, You fucked up, dude. You have no idea what you've done. You are gonna wish that it was me who killed you when he arises and then he goes and dies yeah. <laughs> and then it's left he's playing the pronoun game and he's like oh who's he what are they talking about well we the audience know who he's talking about yes and we get to see him immediately we see the mayor kneeling and praying in the center of a pentagram saying all kinds of old demonic shit he's trying to make a wish for girls that like him just like xander (laughs) 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 he's got amy there with him he's like amy which is just like a rat with a with the (laughs) witch hat on he's like you think cordelia will like me after this Um, but, uh, Mr. Trick is there and the, the vampire from earlier that came out of the closet. <laughs> that came out of the closet. He's now in the cage. He went out of the closet in the cage. He's there and they're all watching this happen and the mayor's chanting his demonic spell or whatever. And then it ends and he opens his eyes and he's like, I wonder where Alan is. I feel like Alan would have enjoyed seeing this. Why is he so late? He's never late like this. <laughs> like the room is shaking and all yeah. this stuff. <laughs> this is the moment I was like, I really like the mayor. Yeah. <laughs> like the transition from the serious spell to like, where's Alan? He's late. Like, yeah. Like he's such a weird character. He's like um, happy go lucky, but yeah. also sinister as fuck. Yeah. So he stands up and he's walking over to Mr. Trick and Mr. Trick's like, well, do you think that the spell worked and the mayor's like only one way to find out uh let the guy go from his cage and mr trick walks over and he's like oh wait wait wait, wait. hold on here give him his sword give him his sword too 
That's the only way that we'll actually know. And yeah. then Mr. Drake's like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, let's do it. Who gives a fuck? So they open the, they open the cage. And at this point, I was like, if I was this vampire, I wouldn't get out of the cage. You openly hear these guys talking about, like, let's see if this works. Like, why would you go running into a trap? I would get out of the cage, but I wouldn't just get out of the cage and just attack. Yeah, maybe I'd run. I'd maybe attack Mr. Trick. Uh, Like, I don't know what, who knows what the spell is supposed to do. But if someone's letting you out so so that you can attack them, this is a trap. So I yes. might attack Mr. Trick and try to get out of the room yeah. and run away. But like, you know. it, do a little bit of improv. Or... But he doesn't know that Balthazar is dead. He's, yeah. He can't go back without the head of the mayor. So This is a typical thing of just run and be a vampire on your own. Don't be a yes. part of any of these vampire cults. It's, I never understand the bad guys, like the, the henchmen of bad guys who kill their henchmen. Yeah. Like when they kill when Balthazar kills that first guy, and I'm just like, yeah, no, this isn't for me. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, it's like, also like it's not smart for Balthazar either because now he has one less hen- henchman. Yeah, one less person to lay the water on him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the only non-expendable <laughs> henchman. Yeah. That one's like looking at everyone like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So this vampire gets released from his cage. He gets his sword and he looks at Mr. Trick like, are you really going to let me just do this? Uh, all right, I'll do it. Runs to the, the mayor, s- s- does a huge swing of his sword, cuts the mayor's head right down the middle. And the mayor's head is split. And there's a bunch of roaches, it looks like, in between them. And it just goes right back to normal. And he is fully headed again. He's healed. Everything is fine. And then the vampire starts to back away. And this is where Mr. Trick stakes him from behind. You're absolutely right. This is what I was getting ahead of myself about. And so the mayor's like, ha, ha, ha. It worked. Pulls out his to-do list. And I paused on his to-do list. I knew you would. (laughs) I love his to-do list because... He checks off become invincible. <laughs> but what else is on his to-do list is call the temp agency. He has a PTA meeting after become invincible. And after the PTA meeting, he has get a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> like this is where the mayor like comes into his own. Like yeah. that is just so casual. Like, oh, become invincible. Yeah, I, I wanted to do that today. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he checks it off and he's happy to go. Like, he's like, this is awesome. All right, I'm invincible. Now nobody can hurt me. And this begins the 100 days until my ascension or whatever. Yeah. And Mr. Trick, he's like, all right, let's go get root beer floats, Mr. Trick. Yeah. And Who's then the mayor, root beer? <laughs> like, the, the mayor leaves and Mr. Trick just kind of looks, he shakes his head. He's like, this guy's fucking crazy. He kind of yeah. snickers to himself. Yeah. I was like, all right, this is a this fun, is, this is a fun time. They're a fun little duo. Like, I don't, like, I don't know what Mr. Tr- we don't really know what Mr. Trick has been doing, like how he's making money off of this plan. But mm-hmm. I guess he's got the mayor behind him. Yeah. And now the mayor's invincible. So you're partnering up with the most invincible person in Sunnydale. Yes, you are. All right. This is, it's interesting. We're getting, we're getting somewhere with this. Yeah. 
Um, so after this scene, we have a scene of Faith, and she is scrubbing something in the sink. Do you know what she's scrubbing? Her bloody shirt from the fight. Okay. <laughs> I got to see. All right. So yeah. she's scrubbing her bloody shirt, and Buffy shows up in full Jackie O regalia. Dude, when she showed up and they do the, the full body shot at the door, I'm like, does she show up at faith's place pretending to be like her mom or something like what is up with these outfits when she comes over at the end of these episodes yeah man i mean we've jokingly referred to these outfits as like her apology outfits but she has nothing to apologize for here i guess it's just her serious discussion outfits yeah it's like does she go to her mom's closet and raid it and what is this? Well, you also, it's hilarious because you don't get a sense of the weather at all because Faith is wearing just <laughs> well, a tank she's top. Well, she's, she's wearing inside. a tank top and jeans. And Buffy has like this long uh, dress on and she has a long like trench pea coat type of yeah. fur light blue jacket. And she looks so out of time. Yes, that's what I mean. It's like, what is, like, why is she dressed like that? It's so weird to me, but I will forever call it her Jackie O attire. Yeah. Her serious discussion Does she attire. have another purse with her too? Like it's... Yeah. She needed a little purse that she's holding with both hands in front of her. Um, So she hears the knock at the door and Buffy's like, don't worry, Faith. It's just me. Because Faith is obviously like kind of worried about like, you know, the cops or whatever. So Buffy comes in and she's like, hey, dude, uh, we need to talk about what happened. And Faith's like, what was, what was there to talk about, dude? We were just doing our jobs. And Buffy's like, no, dude. I mean, there's a difference between being a slayer and a killer. You killed a man. Like, you, you're you a murderer now. And Faith's like, I don't need your help, kid. I don't need... Yeah, I fucking wicked murdered that guy. What about it? I got a tattoo. You should have known this was going to happen to me. I got a bicep fucking triangle tattoo. Fucking I'll murder him with some chowder. And Buffy's like, no, dude, like this is crazy. Uh, I mean, eventually somebody's going to find that guy's body. And face like, what fucking body, dude? I went back to the scene of the crime. He's I in took- the Boston Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and she does think she weighed it down, too. Yeah. She was like, I took the body. I fucking took him. I took him to the dump. I dumped him in the in the water. End the story. No body. All no those way fish, to go find it. Those fish monsters from the, from the swim team ate him. Yeah. And Buffy's <laughs> like, dude, just because you threw him in the fucking bass and have, it doesn't mean that no one's going to find it. That's not the end of this. And Faith's like, I, I think it is. <laughs> And Buffy's like, dude, you you can't just do that. You can't just kill a guy. You just killed a man. And Faith goes, yeah, here's the thing about that guy. I don't care. And then the episode ends. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, I was like, holy shit. I was like, full evil turn for Faith? Yeah, oh, man. Heal as fuck. Wow. Here's the thing. I don't care. <laughs> Credits. I'll- I was like, man, this episode did some turns that I did not expect. Like the mayor is the mayor's invincible. 
Faith just killed a regular dude. Like they throw some stuff in these episodes, and and that I think is the the greatness about Buffy. And we talked about it in earlier stuff. It's like there'd always be these twists in an yeah. episode that we never see coming. Like I did not see Faith sleeping with Xander in the the way that last episode was going. Yeah. And this, I'm watching it. I'm like, oh, Faith's going to do something dumb. But I don't expect mm-hmm. her to kill a person, and I don't expect the mayor to become invincible. Dude, so there's so many developments. We got the new watcher, Wesley. Mm-hmm. We've got Faith on the run for being a murderer. Like, is is Buffy going to turn her in? Like, what are the moral implications of that? We've got the mayor becoming invincible and planning out this ascension thing that's going to happen in a yeah. hundred days. And Balthazar is even like, "You should have wanted yeah. to be killed <laughs> by like, me." Like, <laughs> shit's about to get real. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I this mean, is a good way, because I brought up last episode um, that the end of the world scenarios would seem like it. Because last episode, we were seeing it through uh, Xander's perspective, you know. So Xander sees all these people and they get in their world and it becomes really soap opery. Yeah. But I was like, oh, if we look at it that way, all the end of the world stuff can be taken as a joke. But now we've ratcheted it up a little bit with this mm-hmm. that like now I care a little bit about how this next giant threat for the episode will play out Um, well vance speaking of next giant threat the title of the next episode is consequences man uh this has to it has to be something about uh faith in this murdering the guy yeah right it has to be unless it's something about um xander and faith's thing maybe of both maybe also a little bit of wesley facing the consequences of him being a terrible watcher oh no watchers don't face consequences they're uh (laughs) british men they're white guys (laughs) yeah the most the whitest of white guys um uh the thing i was going to say about xander is that he can't catch a break with the girls he falls for man no girl the uh the the mantis lady and now a, a stone a cold, cold murderer. As soon as this happened, I was like, oh, Xander, you did it again. <laughs> dude, if if Xander gets a crush on you, dude, yeah. wait till Willow turns into some kind of fucking insane evil oh, person. Man. Cordelia, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is it for bad girls. You got anything else to say about this episode here, Vance? Um, oh, uh, just that uh, I thought that there might be something with the. Uh, the fingerprint of blood that Buffy has. Oh, yeah, yeah. So maybe that it, it just seemed like they pointed to that. Like she hops over the fence, her hand touches the pole, there's blood there. And then she had blood on her hands that uh, Xander brings up. Or um, Angel. Or our Angel brings up. Yeah. So it's, I feel like if a person went missing and the mayor does like this guy, mm-hmm. so he would look into it. Um, and, her prints are there and someone would see a cop would see her and be like, isn't she the one that almost killed that Ted guy and was under murder for the Kendra girl and then broke into the sporting goods store because it's a small town and we know everybody and there's only one person named Buffy. Um, Yeah. So uh, maybe that's what leads to these consequences. Maybe the cops show up and they're like, Hey, we've got, uh, we, we we heard that you were like on the scene of the crime or whatever at the scene of the crime or near it and, and we found this bloody hand and yeah. let me see your hands she still got she never washed <laughs> her hands still, after she still got <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh man. So yeah, we'll have to see what happens in the next episode when we uh, of consequences. But uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and, and stuff on Spotify. Uh, join the Discord. Join the Patreon. All those things are linked in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram at Boys Watching Buffy. If you want to email in, it's boyswatchingbuffy at gmail.com. And yeah, that's it for Bad Girls. Stay tuned for the next time when we talk about consequences. Faith, you don't get it. You killed a man. No, you don't get it. I don't care. <laughs>